What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it! Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is the Side Hustlers podcast. I am your host from iHeartRadio, Carla Marie. Each week, I talk to someone new following a passion outside of their day job, and I am over 100 episodes deep, so there are a lot of cool people on this podcast, but it's essentially become my own side hustle because my day job is hosting the Carla Marie and Anthony show on 106.1 KISS FM in Seattle. The link is below in the description of this podcast if you want to check it out. Now, each week, the people I talk to are incredible. They've always got a different story than the last person and how they got to where they are. It's wild. And this week's guests are no different. Miles Gaskin and Race Porter are two best friends who launched a clothing line, but their day job is different than most of ours. They are football players. Race Porter is currently a University of Washington football player and Miles Gaskin was University of Washington football player, but he now plays for the Miami Dolphins. And the two of them have known each other since middle school. The clothing line that the two of them launched is Homs Seattle. Homs stands for heart on my sleeve. HomsSeattle.com to check it out. But it's all about mental health and how race discovered the idea of this clothing line is incredible. So I'm excited for you to hear their story. Oh, and side note, we recorded this podcast on a Friday and I was having a terrible day. I was in the worst mood. And the last thing I wanted to do on a Friday was sit down and talk to two people about their story because I didn't think I was going to do it justice because my brain was all over the place. So I talked to them and it flipped a switch. It was incredible just hearing from them and how inspiring they are. And then after our podcast, I realized that I didn't actually record the podcast. So that crappy day just hit me all over again. But Miles and Race were so incredible that they said, let's do it again. 
and we did it again. So the podcast you're hearing is actually the second version of it, but it's even better than what we recorded the first time. They're two amazing guys who spent more than two hours of their Friday talking to me, and I'm really excited for you to hear this episode of Side Hustlers with Miles and Race. It's all about Hom Seattle. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get up your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. Well, this is going to be interesting because we've done this already. So I've got Miles Gaskin and Ray Porter here. And when I say we've done this already, I quote unquote recorded a 45 minute episode that I didn't actually record. So guys, thanks for doing this again. Absolutely. But yep. fun fact, I since I know the story and I heard all of it, it will be one of the most incredible podcasts for people to hear. So we're going to do it again for everyone. So Race Porter, your day job, you are a student athlete. You play football at the University of Washington. Miles Gaskin, you are in the NFL. You play for the Miami Dolphins, but you guys play together at UW and you've known each other since you were kids and you have a streetwear brand called Homs. So tell me about Homs and what Homs is. Yeah. So basically Homs is a clothing brand that we started, started off with just two white shirts. We put two different iron on patches onto them. The goal of Homs is to give people um, something that they can use as a form of expression for mental illness, mental health, whatever they're feeling day to day. It's just basically clothing products that make it easier to have discussions with people and start conversations. So HOM stands for heart on my sleeve. And the and that's literally what it is. The, your main article of clothing is a t-shirt that has hearts on it, but it's different hearts. There's a full heart, a half broken heart, and a full broken heart. What does that stand for? And what does that mean, the hearts and the different kinds of hearts? We called it the phases design because it's designed to represent the different phases that your heart goes through, whether it be throughout your whole life, day to day, minute by minute, whatever it is, you're constantly going through all these different emotions and feelings. And the goal of the design, the phases design that we use on all our products is that it's okay to feel whichever one you're feeling. It's okay to be going in between wherever you're at. The goal is to have other people wearing it and feel like no matter where you're at, you're always supported by those people wearing the clothing products and just everyone that's in the community of Homs. And the goal, like you said, is to get people talking about mental illness. And we hear that often all the time, normalize mental illness. We need to normalize it. I mean, when we were kids, it wasn't something you talked about at all. But now, I mean, you guys are 22 and 23 years old and you are bringing this to light and using your platform. So why is it so important for you specifically to get mental illness out there for everyone? I think right now, the reason that we've been so urgent and spreading, spreading the brand and spreading the message is because being a males who are usually not seen as figures that are open about mental health, mental illness, and be male football players, yeah. which is you're just stacking it on top of kind of the premonitions people have. It's really like showing people if we can do it, you know, these people that are supposed to be gritty and tough and, you know, never show emotion, then you can do it. And so that's the goal with right now us being football players and men spreading this message. Well, it's true. And at men at 22 years old, it takes time. I feel like I'm in my 30s now. And it's like, I'm just having those conversations with adult men. So when I was 22, that was not a thing. Like guys my age at that time 
we're not talking about mental health at all. And yeah, it's easy to generalize. I would be like, football players talking about mental health. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> that's not what I picture happening in the locker room at all. But I mean, you guys are making that happen with Homs. So when did you guys first have a conversation, the two of you, about mental health? Back when we were living in the old apartment, uh, his freshman year, my sophomore year of college, just kind of being, we lived right next door to each other, small apartment. So everything's going on in college and I, I've always been one of Ray's best friends and best friends always. And I'm going out and enjoying everything and I'm seeing him kind of hanging back, not really wanting to go out so much and just kind of raised the flag mm -hmm. to me. And I've always had an older brother and he always was able to step in and kind of call me to the curb and, and not in a mean way, but right. hey, like you're not acting like you. I think it was my turn to do the same thing for race and that just sparked conversation. And he was able to just kind of just give me everything. It wasn't even like I was trying to like force anything out of him. It was like, hey man, what's going on? And it was like, yep, let's talk. And it was like- <laughs> So Miles, you had no idea what you were getting yourself into. Yeah, I had no idea. And now I'm you got a holding brand. I was like, look at that. Yeah. I'm glad I did. And the way it worked out, it was organic. Really just two best friends doing exactly what two best friends are supposed to do. You're supposed to be there for one. And when the other one's going through something, you're always supposed to go to your friends. Those are the people that are in your corner that have your back that want to see you succeed as much as possible. So. So, Race, were you, when Miles came to you and said that, were you looking for someone to be able to talk to about that? Was What was that moment like for you? It was just kind of a surprise because I think a lot of my mental illness, and I think I, I can speak for a lot of other people that deal with specifically depression and anxiety, it's, it's stuff that we just shelf and keep inside because... A, we may not feel like anyone wants to talk about it, or B, even worse, they might look at us differently if we do talk yep. about it. So these feelings and, and what I was going through, I felt like I had to hide from the world. And so when Miles came to me, it wasn't, hey, I know you're depressed. What's going on? It was, hey, man, you seem a little off. It was just so organic. And it just felt like I had this weight off my shoulders when I could finally tell someone about it. No, you know, I'm OK. I've just been having a rough couple of days. And then, you know, it might not be an in-depth conversation. It's just we talk for a little bit and then he's like, all right, you want to watch a movie out in the living room? And so just something like little like that, I think is so valuable when it comes to kind of mental illness and just little bits and pieces that can get you back to the normal way of life. And that's what Miles did for me during that period. So is that what you were trying to do with Homs? Absolutely. When you look at the mental health conversation and mental illness, there's a lot of stigma kind of surrounding it and a lot of things that kind of force negative connotations about those conversations. And so I think my favorite thing with Homs and what I love to say is our goal is not to normalize mental health or, or start, the, I mean, start conversations, obviously, but it's to make mental health cool and make people feel like talking about those kind of things is something that is exciting, you know, and you want to learn about people, you want to know what they go through. And, and then on the other side of that, you want to be someone who can be there for someone who's going through it. And so kind of like, if you wanted to equate the clothing with what Miles did for me, it's just a little boost, you know, to get someone in the right direction. So if, if you wake up and have a rough day, by no means do you have to go to a therapist and tell them about your whole life. Just throw on the hoodie. You've got people that are wearing it that day, hopefully feel like they're your community and they're the people that 
are there to support you. It's kind of like you guys are, Hams is everyone's older brother, quite literally. Like you guys are, are doing this to look out for other people and maybe even people, obviously people that are older than you too, but you as a company are kind of being that big brother, which a lot of people do need. And you are starting conversations with these shirts, but the originals, I want you to talk about those because you've kind of, not that you've strayed from that, but the design is a little different now. Race, tell everyone how you created the original <laughs> shirts. So it started out with my idea for heart on my sleeve. I've kind of, I, I looked up the definition of that, that phrase and kind of got an understanding as, okay, someone that wears their heart on their sleeve is someone who is confident with the person that they are, their true self, and is never bashful with their emotions. And so always growing up, I loved fashion. I loved clothing. I fell in love with shoes. Probably ninth grade was, was when, I, my dad calls it a problem <laughs> when I started to develop that. So I really wanted to find a way to put heart on my sleeve into a tangible form. And that's when I came up with the idea for the shirts. And I had two plain white t-shirts from Costco laying around <laughs> that were usually just thrown on under sweatshirts. And so I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to put something on them. And the idea of heart on my sleeve and that all just came together. And I was like, okay, where can I go do this? And luckily enough, Michael's Superstore, I call it now. Uh, <laughs> Michael's Superstore. It's Michael's, <laughs> is it craft store or arts and, what is it, arts and crafts? Arts, I think arts it's and crafts. crafts and supplies or something yeah. like that. Well, which I love that I, so I pass this Michael's every day on my way to work. It is between our studio and my house. And when I was reading an article about you guys and I was, it said that you went to the Michael's in Interbay, I was like, no way, that's right here. Like <laughs> that's where your company was started. So to me, that's super cool. But I don't really think of... Um, uh, football players frequenting uh, Michael's craft store often. So was that like a thing you normally did? No, that was <laughs> the first time I'd ever been in the store. And I guess you could kind of say I was lost the second I <laughs> Everyone's foot lost. In. I didn't know what aisle to look down. I kind of just explored. And if you are finding yourself with some time on your hands and you don't know what to do, check it out. You know, <laughs> they've got everything in there. I promise. <laughs> They're not paying you for this, right? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I'm just amazed at all the stuff they have in there. I wouldn't even have thought. I fumbled around in the store for a while and I came across the iron-on heart patches. And I think I grabbed uh, one pack of two of them. And I just thought, you know, how hard could it be? You just need an iron and we can iron it on. And I went home, grabbed my mom's iron and put the full heart on and wore that shirt for about a week nonstop. And then A, I needed to wash it. B, I wanted to do a different design. And so I cut the other one right down the middle with some scissors into a broken heart and those were the first two shirts so miles is laughing when you said you wore it for a week yeah because <laughs> my best friends so i'm always around them <laughs> so so was he smelly that week a little bit i don't time know time for a new shirt miles when you first saw race wearing this white t-shirt with the heart on his sleeve you guys are obviously best friends you probably know all of his shirts were you like what is that shirt where did you get it mm -hmm. absolutely because I like simple things. I like kind of just like little subtle things, just kind of how I just go about things. Just the little heart. He didn't he didn't really give me the full background behind it, but he gave me a little bit of piece of it. So I already liked the shirt. Then I already liked the idea. I was like, man, you need to make me one. <laughs> and obviously transform it into Homs. But it, it was to really think of the start of it. I remember when I saw him like I remember when I saw him I was in the facility at UW before a meeting. And like it's just like crazy from that little short conversation or 
from what he did the yeah. days before leading up. But like for my introducing to Hams, it was right there. Now it is where it is. It's wild. It's now it's a full blown company. So then race, what triggered you to go to Michael's? Like what was it in that moment in time last May when you were like, I'm going to the craft store and I'm going to put this heart on my sleeve. It was actually the night before. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was at dinner with my dad, our favorite Italian restaurant. Which is what, by the way? Which is Brunello's okay. on Roosevelt. This is not a sponsor or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> Michael's, Costco, and Brunello's. You are set. Yeah, we'll just add them to the list. We were having a discussion, and I was going through a pretty dark time in my life during that period with depression, anxiety. You know, that was that was right around the time when I first started opening up to Miles and having those conversations with Miles. And that was he was the only person. And so I hadn't even really told my family about it. They had known, but they hadn't really known what it was like firsthand because I'd always kind of hidden those emotions with them. And so it was the first time where I sat down and I just said, hey, dad, you know what? I'm pretty sure I'm depressed right now. And it's one of the worst ones I've been through. And I started kind of breaking down in front of all these people. And I just remember how supportive he was. And, and he just said, hey, we're going to get through this. You know, I'll, I'll be whatever you need me to be throughout this whole thing, but we're going to get through it. And I just remembered this weight was lifted off my shoulders because I felt like the people in my corner were growing and I felt like I, I could express this. And, and so later that night, the more I thought about it, the more I realized, I think it was maybe a point in my life where I was mature enough to start dealing with my mental illness. But I said, okay, I'm going to do something about it now. I'm not just going to let it take the reins and yeah. do whatever it wants. I'm going to get a handle on my depression. And that next morning I woke up and I put an outfit on and for some reason that morning, whatever outfit I put on, it reminded me the impact that clothing can have on your day-to-day -day emotions. You know, you get a new jacket, a new pair of shoes, you can't wait to put them on. And yeah. then that morning you throw them on and you're like, I'm going to have a great day. And so I was like, how can I encapsulate that into a clothing product? And voila, I was at Michael's later that day and the rest is history. But when you created the shirt, it was two different shirts. It was the full heart and the broken heart. So you would flip which one you were wearing based on your feelings. Yeah. So by the end of the week, I needed a new shirt, obviously. And that's when I made the other one. It just made sense to me right after I ironed on the broken one. Okay. Now, depending on how I feel, I will wear the whole or the broken. And then that's what's led to the conversations that I had with other people. So people will just say, hey, nice shirt. If I'm wearing the normal one, I like to say full, not normal. Right. If I chose to wear the broken, I would have four or five people. To, this is when we're at the facility come up to me right away and just say, hey, you good, man? I just noticed you're wearing wow. that shirt. And it was just like, even if I wasn't having the worst day of my life, I was just a little off. It was just like, oh, wow. Yeah, I've got all these people in my corner. Definitely. You know, like, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm all good. And just those little tiny interactions, a few words made all the difference in the world to me and really got me out of that that place. And like you say, you're making mental health cool. Like you wouldn't walk into the facility before practice and be like, hey, everybody, I'm having a crappy day. Like that doesn't <laughs> make sense. But being able to wear that shirt, it does make it easy to have those normal conversations and even race the conversation with your dad like that was how many years in the making and so yeah. many people that first moment to be able to have that conversation and same thing if miles didn't ask you how you were feeling you may not have had that conversation so by putting that on your shirt by someone wearing that and someone bringing it up to them you could completely change their life by doing that and it's crazy to think when you really go back to 
it was you going into a craft store and ironing on a, a heart <laughs> on a t-shirt, but it's, it's so much more than that. Miles, you, the NFL, a little bit different than the camaraderie I'm sure you guys have in the locker room or at UW. So what was it like wearing the t-shirt or any of the Homs gear in an NFL locker room? I had this green hearts everywhere hoodie, so like it pops. It reflects even <laughs> so like it's like most like standout hoodie you can have and i'm in miami and it's hot every day yeah and i wear this hoodie every morning just like pretty much how he wore his t-shirt like it probably stings whatever <laughs> but like it was just like well, i just throw on hoodie just get to the facility and do what i gotta do first day people notice it like man where'd you get that or da 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 and my locker buddy, Patrick Laird, we started talking about mental health. And just, it wasn't so much gravitated towards him or me, just the fact that we were just talking about it, how, yep. how it's growing. And mm -hmm. I think that first conversation, I called race probably at the end of the day, told him about it. And then it kind of just kept going like that in the lunchroom. Like, hey, man, I've seen this hoodie like enough. So like, what's going on? <laughs> are you are you okay? Why are you yeah. wearing the same hoodie? And it's just like, just to be able to talk about it and just to have that cycling through the locker room, coming from UW and moving all the way across yeah. the country to Florida and just having to have a conversation with people that I had back home where I think of home and as far as pl places Florida, yeah. I think it just kind of put a smile on my face and put a smile on other people's face just to just to talk about how they feel or just to talk about what they've been through. So you guys are really making an impact because I can guarantee that when the NFL players we looked up to when we were kids were not really having these conversations in the locker room. The college football players were most likely not having these conversations in the locker room and you guys are a part of that change. And everyone always says like Gen Z, are you are you guys technically Gen Z? Ninety eight, so I, yeah, sure. Maybe around sure, like, yeah, like around. everyone keeps saying that generation is going to be the generation to really flip things on their head and be like, no feelings. Like we are raised to talk about feelings and we're going to keep doing it and you're going to change things. And you guys are actually doing it justice and really doing it. And it's cool to see that. And you guys were talking about how it's a conversation starter miles with you with the guys in Miami and obviously in the uh, facility at UW. So that's how I got introduced to you guys the same way. So my co-host and best friend Anthony was wearing the um, it's the black on black hoodie. And mm -hmm. I, I was like, well, what? Well, you have hearts on your, since when do you wear hearts on your sweatshirt? He's like, <laughs> it's these football players from UW. It's cool. And I'm like, what? And he told me he found it on Instagram. And I'm like, well, like, what? why? What, you know, tell me about it. And he was, he did. He told me the story about what the hearts meant. And we started having a conversation about mental health. And it, it's right there. It served its purpose. And it then led me to you guys to be able to get you on the podcast technically now twice. But it, it's true. The conversation is so, so important. And we've been saying that a lot lately in the world. And I've been doing it on this podcast, bringing back former guests. I've had a bunch of my former black female business owners come on the podcast and talk about what it's like being a black female business owner, how it's specifically difficult for them. So the two of you, race, you're white, miles, you're black. Do you guys have that difficult conversation as well? Yeah, absolutely. I think we've had some of the best conversations we've ever had have been kind of on those topics, especially recently with George Floyd's extremely unfortunate passing. We sat down and had a conversation after that because during the same time, Homs was kind of gaining some steam and people were listening to what we had to say on the Instagram page. And so I said, all right, Miles, we've got this platform. I'm in charge of it. And I, I'm 
kind of run the Instagram account, but I want your input more than ever. And I want this to be coming from you just as much as it's coming from me. What can we do? What yeah. can we say? How can we speak up? That That's what's so fun for me, having Miles as my business partner slash best friend, whatever you want to call it, but just getting to sit down and just have a FaceTime and be like, okay, let's design a hoodie that brings awareness to what's going on right now. That's all that it really is, is just hop on the phone. All right, I've got a few ideas. I want to run them by you. I want to know what you yeah. think, where this needs to be coming from, all that. And so conversations like that led to our hoodie that is called the I Stand hoodie, which says I stand against racism. It's very simple, very to the point. And it's just fun because that came from a conversation I had with my black friend and that's what people kind of miss, I guess. But that's what I would love people to know. Yeah. Miles, what was that like for you, that conversation to kind of bring this hoodie to life and this thought and this movement into your own brand? It, it first started out, I mean, obviously it started around Homs, but talking with race is just kind of with like Homs, just having somebody to talk yep. to. That going on as a black male, you need to vent to somebody. I vent to my parents and you vent to your other friends, but like, Nothing's like bending to your best friend and like, mm -hmm. hey, like this is how I really feel. And him just giving me an ear and uh, just letting him just kind of just listen. And I think it kind of opened my eyes just like this is why we are here and we can work together in the whole racial, all this type of things. And and then we took a step with Tom's and uh, I stand against racism, the black fist on the T-shirt. And then we had the fist uh, in between the phases that we sold out of right away. And uh, just all those things just kind of like open my eyes again once to just like people want to change and all those things it's just it's there it's just just got to keep on don't don't give up on it. it it is changing things are gonna change you just got to believe in it so yeah you guys obviously have two completely different stories although you've known each other forever and you can pour that into this business and really make a difference and start these conversations whether it's about mental health and mental illness or about racism and it's it's crazy what you've done in a year at this point and what else is going to come. Who knows? But Miles, you said that one article of clothing sold out. You guys do limited edition stock stuff pretty often. So why that? And what is that whole thing like? Coming from my background with my passion for fashion and, and clothing design, at the end of the day, that's one of my driving forces as well is pushing out really cool products and stuff that people definitely want to be wearing. Cause I think that goes hand in hand with the mental health being cool. Like you mentioned earlier, that, that being kind of our, our goal and our focal point, we don't want to normalize it. We don't, you know, we want to start conversations, but we want to make it cool to talk about this kind of stuff. And so just on the other side of that is giving people cool products and feeling like when they throw it on, they've you know they're special or they've got an yeah. upper hand you know and so part of that limited edition is keeping the stock limited obviously putting out a design no one's ever seen before or whatever it may be so if the conversation isn't about the hearts or the mental health side of it it's just hey that's an awesome hoodie you know i love that hoodie and that could be all it takes to boost someone's day in the right direction so i love the limited editions i feel yeah. so bad when people are on the instagram page asking for it to re-release and it's going to be get something mad and miles is saying yes. <laughs> yeah miles look you like what the I hell had anyone because at the end of the day they know that it's going to be coming from our end so um... i've had people just grill me for that pink hoodie. <laughs> i've had some friends really okay. grill me. i need that pink hoodie i need it i need it but yeah 
it's 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 always really a fun conversation and just yeah we'll we'll restock it eventually we will be redropping a lot of our limited editions but they go fast so if you're listening and want one know to log in right when you (laughs) so yeah Yeah. so log in it's homseattle.com so the name of your company is Hom Seattle. So why did you keep, if you're, you know, you're gonna be able to sell to everyone everywhere. Uh, Miles is, you know, showing it off in Miami. Why Seattle in the name? Both being kids born and raised in Seattle. We both went to high school in the heart of downtown. We went to UW, our, our city's college that, you know, the majority of people we grew up with always dreamed of going to. Kind of all that. And then what the city has given us and what the city has done for us and supported us with the football and, and all that stuff. Stuff, it felt like we really it was our time to give back, you know, more than just what we can do on the football field. But here's two kids born and raised in, in the city we want to put on for our city now. And we want to give them all a resource and something to be proud about. So that's where that's where that comes from. Well, and you also have this platform because of, mm-hmm. not because of the city. Obviously, it's your talent, and your skill that has gotten you to where you both are. But that platform is kind of built up by the city of Seattle, which is is cool for you guys to give back and use your platform for good. I mean, you're you're 22 and 23 year old males, and I keep we brought this up like three times already. But it's crazy, you know, when you think of people your age, what they're doing with their platform. Either they don't have one, or they're just using it to just tweet stupid crap who knows but you guys are <laughs> yeah. doing good stuff with it and it's cool to see that and it's refreshing and inspiring to see that from you guys what made you go from hard on my sleeve to homs when we were looking into all the legal stuff and which is a huge part of running a business yeah. obviously uh, i'm sure you learned any, that like what the hell I didn't yeah know i mean i was just hey i want to make a few t-shirts <laughs> My dad from from day one made it very clear, well, you've got to have the business side tight. So before we started selling anything, we made sure that the name was solid and all that stuff. And Heart on My Sleeve was taken in a few different um, orientations from other companies. And so it was actually a, a conversation I had with my big sister who, shout out to her, suggested we just abbreviate it and do the H-O-M-S for Heart on My Sleeve and call it Homs. And so it started out as a logo, which was the H and the heart and the M and the S in one of my notebooks. And I didn't even call it Homs uh, up until that point. It was just, okay, yeah, I like that logo. We'll stick with it. And then we got all the rights to it. And now it's Homs Seattle, which we we threw the Seattle on because Homs.com was taken. And so we just added that right there and had no idea how much it would just all make sense in yeah, the long run. It does. I mean, saying hard on my sleeve is great and all, but Homs really is unique and different. And Homs Seattle is even more unique and different. So yep. it's cool. So kudos to your sister for that. And I know I said this earlier, like women abbreviate everything. So it, <laughs> I'm glad it, it paid off for something awesome because we always have the most ridiculous, like we created LOL, I'm convinced. A guy did not create that. <laughs> Definitely. So sure. we've got LOL and Homs. That's awesome. Kudos to her for that. <laughs> so Race, you are physically printing all of these yourself. How was that working? Because I know that's how it started. And Miles, I, you're not doing any of the printing, right? Nope. I'll watch <laughs> some film while he does it. I'll do something, but I'll hang in there. Um, yeah. So Homs Corporate uh, Warehouse is all in one place. It's my uh, my childhood bedroom. And my <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's what's been so fun is to kind of get people in. Because, you know, you don't think about where your clothes come from. You just kind of think about wearing them. And yep. so... It's been fun to be a part of that for myself. I handle all the day-to-day operations. You know, I make every hoodie 
uh, one at a time with my hands, which I think is an awesome touch. Being able to kind of say that about your business yeah. is, is super fun. But as we've grown, I've definitely had to look into new ways of kind of manufacturing and printing and all that stuff. But for right now, it's a one man operation and it's been a blast. And I, I love the fact that everyone I see wearing the hoodies, I made that with my with my own hands. It's 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 been fun. Have you run into someone that like was wearing it and you had no idea? I swear every single person I know has told me they've seen it in public and or you... randomly, and I have not seen it one time. So It'll... I don't know that if moment. they're me. Okay. Waiting. I, honestly, I would say at least 100 people have told me that they've seen someone else wearing it or huh. will send me a picture of someone wearing it. I have yet to see That's one wild. person. So I'm patiently waiting. When you do, you have to say something be to that person. You have to. I already know exactly what I'm going to say. I'm just going to say, hey, that's an awesome hoodie. And if they no, know me. You, no, you have to. <laughs> so, come on. So I, they've been on the podcast before, but two of my best friends created the Roosevelt's clothing. And when I'm with my friend, Steve, who's behind it, we'll like, I'll see someone wearing a shirt and I'm like, and he's like, don't say anything. And I'm like, mm -hmm. please, please, please. He's like, no, but he will pull that. Hey, that's a cool shirt, bro. And I'm like, you're such a dick. Like, just tell him it's yours. <laughs> and he's like, no, because then it's going to be this whole conversation. And I'm like, okay, fine. That's fine. But it's, it's a cool moment when it happens. It's like, there's nothing like it. So I'm excited for it to happen happen you better post about it somewhere oh, you better tell the world when it happens absolutely i can't wait miles have you bumped into anyone wearing it oh yeah one time at the airport it was like right after my birthday so i was having fun the night before <laughs> 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 but i was sitting in the airport like half sleep and i seen somebody with just like just the basic phases and i had one of the hearts on everywhere my uh -huh. other one <laughs> and like i like was staring at them and they were just staring at me <laughs> I was like, nice hoodie. And they're like, are you Miles? And I was like, yeah. Like, oh, you probably made it. I was like, no. No, no, no. I'm just the, do you model? You model a lot on Instagram. Yeah, I'm a model, whatever. Whatever he needs you, me to be, I'm there. You both model it. And you have uh, some of your friends. Like, who are the models that I see in all these pictures on the website and Instagram? Whoever's excited to wear it or whoever wants to, that's the thing that we love about, you know, we don't think about it as like a photo shoot or we just no. go hang out at a cool spot around Seattle and we'll take some pictures with some friends and that's I'm in. Kind of I just signed myself up. I'm in. Anytime. But yeah, no, it's been fun and supporting local photographers. We've got an awesome, awesome photographer right now with us that's just amazing. So your Instagram, you're running that as well. Like, first of all, tell me about that. And then we're going to get into how you're a student and athlete and you have a company and Instagram alone is its own business. So Instagram, how does that work for you? I think one of the one of the best parts about running a business and a clothing brand on Instagram is just the personal interactions that you have with people mm -hmm. on a day to day basis. And on the account, I always say we we at Homs or, yeah. you know, and it's it's funny because my friends will give me crap every here and then because they'll respond to something i'll be like yeah we can make that happen and they're like i know it's you you don't have to say that <laughs> no we is so, important yeah and so it's really fun to have those personal interactions with people through direct messaging and and over comments and stuff like that and the other really cool aspect of it is i think it gives people kind of the feeling that they're a part of it and they're a part of the design process and which colorways we decide to choose on through yeah polls on stories. Um, the beauty of running it on Instagram is it really feels like it's everyone's brand. You know, I, I hate to say it's my brand or our brand. It's our brand as a city, as a community. And as much as people can feel that that is true and that when they throw it on, it's more than just a sweatshirt. 
I think a lot of that comes from just the day-to-day operations through Instagram, which is awesome. And when we um, were talking earlier, you had said to me that there is something weird about running a company that is all about making mental health cool on a platform like Instagram that causes mental health issues. And we got into a whole conversation about, I mean, Instagram has been, and I've talked about this on Instagram before, it has caused issues for me personally that I've now overcome and, and, and I've grown, but there are so many young people on there who can't do that. And your brand is important to be on that platform where it is festering and it is bad because you are a breath of fresh air. So when you dive into Instagram as a company in knowing what the climate is on Instagram, how do you tackle that differently or do you tackle it differently? It's it's very tough. And I think one of, one of my biggest realizations in, in dealing with my own mental illness and specifically my anxiety, it's been pushing myself away from Instagram and my personal account yeah. because are so constantly seeing everyone post about what they want other people to see, you know, and I feel like that's so counterintuitive to having, you know, positive mental health and and being aware of those things. And so I think one of the biggest benefactors of running the Homs Instagram is pushing out stuff that completely goes in the other direction. So we're posting raw emotions. We're posting Mm -hmm. pictures of us just hanging out, you know, stuff like that. And then on top of that, just little pieces of information for people, you know, suicide prevention lines or just a little quote to, you know, give someone the boost of the day. It's just trying to do everything counter yep. to the negative impacts that that social media can have. And I probably go through it on a daily basis, you know, needing to just put my phone down. But all it takes is one story that someone says, hey, this kind of gave me the boost I needed today. And so it's really nice to be able to get feedback on stuff like that. Miles, as someone who you go from playing at UW to being on, you know, a na- not that UW isn't a national scale, but in the NFL, what has social media changed for you? Do you see different engagement from people? A little bit. I, I'm I'm full blown. I like to put my phone down often. Like I like I'm jealous of you guys. <laughs> yeah, like I, my parents hate it because like I'll see like a whole bunch of stuff and then like I'll put my phone down and just totally forget about it. But obviously it has changed just on the different platform, being a professional athlete. But I, I try not to let that dictate how life goes on. I like to just kind of post whatever I need to post or Good. whatever, put it away. And obviously you both are using the platform to spread Homs, which is great, which is awesome. And Race, you talked a little bit about hearing from people saying how Homs has changed their day. What, tell me about those stories that people, you've only been around for a year. Like, are people actually reaching out and being like, I had a conversation with someone because of my sweatshirt and it changed my day. Like, what are the specific stories? From day one, it was super fun because the people reaching out to me about it were like, hey, uh, you know, I want to be a part of this. And, and so that's been awesome. And then feeling like, you know, everyone's grown up with the brand. And so when they do have those interactions or, or kind of inter- encounter people mm-hmm. that ask about it, they always reach back out to me. And and it's so fun to hear people talking about, you know, oh, someone asked me, they love the design, like blah, 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 yeah. all that's all that's great. And on, on, a, on a deeper level, a lot of people have reached out for, you know, specific advice on mental health or, or shared their story with me. And I'm always very grateful for those those people being vulnerable and transparent because it takes a lot to, you know, open up about that stuff to a stranger, really. And I actually, yesterday, someone told me that if it weren't for Homs and kind of what we've been what we've been doing, that they might not be here. And so that was a big moment for me because, it, it, you know, just all the sweat, blood and tears that have gone into it was made worth it 
with that one interaction. So it's incredible what you've been able to do with literally starting with an an iron-on patch, like it's like a for me, it's like a Girl Scout patch. Like that's how it started. Like Girl Scouts, we would iron on our patches. Like you did that same thing I would do as an eight-year-old on a t-shirt and that's yeah. not saying that's not saying at all that it, it's not amazing like it was cool what you did but look what it's grown into and it's mm -hmm. these small little moments planting these little seeds that you don't realize where it's going to go or who it's going to touch and whose life you can save i mean and you've you've said before that hams also may have even saved your own life and and having that conversation with miles may have even saved your own life and you're you've built an entire company off of conversation and having conversation as someone who's in my industry, I know the importance of conversation and how, I mean, if it wasn't conversation, I wouldn't have a job. I wouldn't be in radio and, and podcasting and all of that. So I, I know the importance behind it and you're launching conversations every day by just your articles of clothing and you're doing something. You're not just creating a random t-shirt and putting it out there. It has a meaning. So own those moments and accept when people tell you those stories, it's going to be hard, but it's amazing what you're doing. I appreciate you for, for sharing that. I know it's it's definitely not easy. Do you still have the original shirts, the, the patches? Yep, we've got them uh, hanging up in, in our office. They will be with us wherever Homs ends up going or wherever <laughs> we call home. But yeah, I'll keep those with me forever because that's, that's the inspiration behind it all. So how do you find the time? Like obviously right now things are different, you know, with social distancing and being in quarantine everyone's got time at the moment. But before that, how are you being a student, an athlete and running a company? Yeah, there, I mean, <laughs> there have been some, some sleepless nights and some very early mornings and all that stuff this year. And I'm so grateful for everything that, that has happened. And, and it's funny cause I'll, I'll kind of be hanging out with my dad and I'll just be like, I've got to make 110 hoodies by the end of the weekend. Um, and he's 110? like, well, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good problem to have. So <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's, it's pairing those kind of those emotions together. But yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been amazing for my compartmentalization, you yeah. know, being able to, the beautiful thing about football is we're almost always done uh, by 11 in the morning. So we get our, our day started, we've worked out, we've pushed our body to the limit. And so then you're ready to kind of attack the day. And so that's when I would go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I push my body to the limit and then attack the day. No, I push my body to the limit and I go to bed. But yeah, so when you're when you're lifting weights around all day and running as fast as you can, going home and, and making a handful of hoodies doesn't sound like the worst thing in the world. So no, definitely not. And like you said, it is a it is a good problem to have. But then are you packaging it and bring them to the post office yourself? I'm doing everything. It's been fun. So one of the big steps for Homs was um, I was handwriting all the addresses at first on the labels and then we would take them to the post or I would take them to the post office and they would be weighed one at a time Oof. have to stand in a line and so we set up an account with the postal service and we got a little shipping machine that yep. fits out labels at a speed you've never seen before <laughs> I make the hoodies I'll make them all package them all print out the labels and then we'll take I mean I've taken I think 60 packages to the post office in one in one drive you should have seen the car so yeah it's fun to see it all from point a to point b it's very interesting with you guys because the people have been on this podcast they've got a day job in corporate america and then they're spending their night you know doing their side hustle and their weekends and like same thing you're saying sleepless nights bringing things to the post office but i remember being a student and it's so different because for you it's almost like you have three jobs being an athlete mm -hmm. and a student it's like all these different people expect something from you and it's a lot. And for most people that would be, that would send them into a tizzy and, and in a spiral. But for you, it's actually helped you 
and have a have a purpose and and understand things and like you said compartmentalize and that's an amazing aspect that I don't think a lot of people would expect to happen out of this. Absolutely. And I think it's it's crazy to me day in and day out how much everything overlaps, mm-hmm. you know. And so whether it be talking one of my teachers into letting me write an essay on clothing and how it impacts mental health and they're like, "Well, I've never even thought of that." So yeah, do, do it. And so conversations I've had with my football coaches about it, you know, and and how I would love to maybe work for UW as, you know, their mental health guy for the football team, whatever it may be. It all That's cool. coexists, which is super fun. And and yeah, three jobs, but I look at it as three passions. And Homs also gives back. It's not just a clothing brand where you're like, this is my business and I'm calling it a day. You guys work with different charities. So which one? I know there were two. Yeah, so a portion of all our proceeds is donated to NAMI um, Seattle, which NAMI is an unbelievable organization. I think they're the first mental illness organization founded in America. Oh, so wow. their Seattle branch is who we're we're in kind of communication with. And then we are super, super excited. Um, being from Seattle, this means a lot to us to have set up a partnership with the Seattle Children's Hospital and specifically their new branch, which is called the Mental Health Crisis Care Clinic. So... We're really excited about that. And it's like you said, giving back is is our goal at the end of the day. Yeah. And especially getting to work with kids at such a young age. I mean, how old were you when you first had the conversation with Miles about mental health and how you felt? It was sophomore year in college. And I think if we could have had the conversation earlier, it would have been so great for me. And so as many younger kids as I can kind of reach out to and we can connect with that's our goal for sure. Oh, absolutely. And I know you have said before, and by four, before, I mean like earlier when we were talking, you have the <laughs> idea of a book. So when can yes. we expect that? What the, What is that all about? So I would love for the book to be published before 2022. I've got a lot going on. Obviously, being an author would be the fourth job. And I <laughs> yeah. put that, put that we'll that get on you the back, back on the podcast. Exactly. But yeah, so I mean, a lot of the conversations I've had and a lot of the stuff that's out for the public is kind of just a five minute version of my story and kind of just the runaround of everything I've been through. And so I want to give people some more concrete examples and some more in-depth experiences that I've been through that will hopefully allow people to connect on a deeper level too as well. And then the other reason that I really want to write a book, at least right now, is because I feel like my voice is very important as a 22 year old, like you said earlier, a a football player, you know, being this person that usually isn't found in these conversations, I want to be able to kind of hone that in and then put it in a capsule for other people for who knows generations. But I'm, I'm kind of right in this place where I can connect with parents because I understand where they're coming from. And I've had those conversations with my own parents and then kids on the other end of the spectrum being able to kind of bridge that gap for people, I think is is super critical. And as long as I can do that right now, I wanna I wanna get that get that stuff out. So. And are you you revealed the title in the episode of that didn't record? Are you comfortable revealing the future title of your book? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, the plan right now is to call it Mental Health, but make it cool. I love it. And. Hopefully it will have a forward by Miles Gaskin. I will have to get that figured out in the meantime. <laughs> Miles said he would do the forward, but he said he wouldn't read the book. So <laughs> I didn't say that. I, said I wouldn't read it. Yeah, we'll see. It'll uh, be cool when Miles uh, is like reading it around other players and they're like, what's that about? And it'll start all over again. 
So absolutely, the conversations are what is important and you guys are creating them. And when we were talking earlier, I had said to you guys, I was having a super crappy day. And I was like, how am I going to go into this podcast and talk to these guys and do my job? And then I talked to you and you brightened my day. And then what happened? I didn't record the podcast. So I would, my day, I was telling you it was a crappy day. And then obviously you guys got to witness how it was, but you guys are amazing. You were not, obviously not that you were going to be rude, but you weren't rude. You were like, let's just do it again. And you've spent two hours almost of your time with me doing this. So I can't thank you guys enough. You're incredible humans. And I'm excited for what's going to come of Homs. I know amazing things are going to come of Homs. And you've got all these ideas up your sleeves and literally. And I can't (laughs) wait to see it and be a part of it as well. And thank you for sharing your story. And you have a home on this podcast whenever you want to come on here and share all the things you guys are doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing everything we've done. Thank you so much for listening to Side Hustlers week after week. I appreciate you being here and I appreciate you supporting these businesses. It's at Homs Seattle on Instagram, H-O-M-S Seattle. Again, all the links are below in the description. You can check them out there, homsseattle.com. To Race and Miles, thank you for doing this episode with me twice. I love you guys. I've been rocking my Homs Seattle gear. I've been getting compliments on it. It's super comfortable. I'm a fan of it. And every time I put it on, I am reminded of the importance of mental health and being honest and open. So the two of you, thank you so much for letting me be a part of the Hom Seattle family now. Go support these guys. They are doing amazing, amazing things. And a little note, something different that I don't normally get to talk about, but I was a guest on a podcast. It's called the Glow Through It podcast by Little Words Project. Now, Little Words Project is one of the very first episodes of Side Hustlers. Little Words Project was started in Adriana's basement. Sorry, her parents' basement. And now it's grown to be this huge global brand. And it's wild. And of course, they started a podcast because they're amazing and they've got amazing stories to share and amazing connections. So I was a guest on their Glow Through It podcast, which is weird for me being on the other side of the microphone. So please go listen to it. The description is below. We had a really great conversation conversation. So check that out. Thank you so much again for listening to Side Hustlers. This podcast has been produced by Houston Tilly. You can follow me on Instagram at the Carla Marie. And until next week, keep hustling and be a good human. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.